well, I think that's going to do it, guys. What, what's the best part of the turkey, the skin or the meat? I like the skin. Definitely if it's fried. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll it's fight fried. you for the skin, dude. I'll fight you. And you don't want none of this. <laughs> you don't want none of this. <sighs> okay. All right. Yeah, it's time to, <laughs> it's time to go. <laughs> 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 it's time to get off of here. We've got happy Thanksgiving, happy Thanksgiving, everyone. For real. Hey guys, it's Terrence Nan. You're listening to Hear the Spear presented by No Game Day. Go Dose. Hey, what's up? This is Peter Ward, aka E Dub, in the house. So we're listening to Hear the Spear presented by No Game Day. Go live, go nose. Hi, this is Charlie Ward, and you're listening to Hear the Spear. Go nose. This is Terrell Fuckley. You're listening to Hear the Spear, presented by No Game Day. No bloody. But perhaps better known as the greatest corner to ever step on a football field, Deion Primetime Sanders. Great Deion Sanders, my brother. What's going on, man? I, I could wake up to that greedy every day, man. That was awesome. Hello, those fans. This is former Seminole Derek Brooks, and you're listening to Hear the Spear, presented to you by No Game Day. James Wilder, Jr. What's going on, James? Thanks for having me on. SSOD, Florida State or Die, and go nose. William Barnon Floyd. Gentlemen, what's up? What is happening, guys? This is Logan Robinson from Hear the Spear, presented to you by NoGameBait.com. We are here on a fantastic Tuesday. We're switching it up like crazy this year, but now we're on a Tuesday night because of Thanksgiving on Thursday. So we got to give you guys some content to go listen to on your drives or flights, wherever you're going for Thanksgiving holidays. We're here to give you a good pod to get you also prepared for Florida this upcoming weekend. With me this evening is Austin Beasy, our lead basketball writer in the middle, and then Dustin Lewis back from his bachelor trip, looking kind of rough. But that's I'm how back, baby. Woo! <laughs> you no, look I'm, great, Dila. I'm I'm dead right now. So if there's a couple bad moments in the podcast for me, like I. I well, there's usually always those, but yeah, but there might be a couple extra additional. Okay, good, good. Can't good. wait. Yeah, I'm like I, room spinning right now. Oh my god, you're <laughs> uh, about, about to go down. Bachelor trip. Woo, goodness. We will have Nate on here in just a few, coming back from work uh, soon. So what we'll do is do our instant reaction to Florida State. Florida State's win over BC. D. Lou was in attendance for that one, so he can give us the top-notch in-person uh, reaction from that. Uh, we're going to talk Julian Armella and his top four. He puts Florida State. We're going to talk a little Travis Hunter, as always. Got to talk Travis Hunter. Hopefully, Nate will be in here by then. Dan Mullen let go in Gainesville. A lot to talk about there. Um, maybe some quarterback trouble, too, this upcoming weekend for the Gators. We'll get into that. We'll talk about basketball. Florida State absolutely dominating Missouri and Loyola Marymount getting the first inaugural championship there in Jacksonville. They're we'll back. Also, they're back. They're back. Took one week. Took, only took one week. Yep. Leonard's back. Uh, and then we'll preview the next two games for FSU with Boston and Purdue. And then for the rest of the pod, we're going to talk Florida State versus UF. I'm excited. This could be, I don't want to say it, this could be our last game preview of the season, gentlemen. This would be really sad. It could be football wise. This could yeah, be our last one. That's not even a thought in my mind. Why would you even bring that up? It could be. I was thinking about it, it at practice I today. I, mean, I know that's my last rep. That could have been my last practice. I know that we've got at least one more. 
maybe two know. more. You know, Florida State, they could somehow sneak into that ACC championship. I'm, okay, I'm joking. Now, I'm yeah, kidding. now you're really a god. <laughs> you are swirling. Austin, get your man. <laughs> what? <laughs> maybe a, a late playoff contender. They're like, wow, look at look at how they finished the season. Put them in. No, I mean a lot, a lot of a lot of quality losses. You know the value of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, always yeah. moving up. Yeah, so Florida State. We'll get into it because we got a long show ahead. I'm sure can't stop talking. Got to get you guys ready for this big UF game. So let's jump right into it. Uh, before everybody, before we do that, let's say thank you as always to our friends in Celsius. Just random showing them some love here at the beginning of the show instead of later. And then also, as always, you can listen to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and YouTube. Hit that subscribe button. If you're on Facebook right now, I know a lot of you are out there. i got 60 of you watching right now. Hit the hit the like on the show. Share it with your friends. Share it into an FSU group you're in. There's thousands of them. So, uh, But anyways, appreciate you all watching always live with us. Uh, let's jump into it. Florida State, absolutely, well, not obliterates. That's a basketball team right now that did their thing this past weekend but Florida State takes down Boston College up there in Chestnut Hill Dustin you were there how to feel Florida State comes away with the 26 to 23 weren't even worried about being Miami that mentality was the same for Boston College come up show up prepared and play well hey well it was a fun game right you know um after that first half I don't think anyone expected that it was going to be that close but you know the refs did what they did to uh, make it known that they wanted to have an impact on that game. I mean, <laughs> the second half, it it was just ridiculous. You know, how, I think uh, BC got flagged three times over the final three quarters or maybe even less than that. And you had the targeting call on Jamie Robinson, which, you know, the defender's going into his tackle motion and then the quarterback slides at that point with how fast the game is, you know, the defender can't get out of the way. So it's really the quarterback's fault that he took a headshot. Um, and now you lose him for the first half against Florida. So that could end up um, being a factor. You had the the missed block in the back that turns into an unnecessary roughness. I mean, just the offensive pass interference on Jordan Wilson. Yeah. The game was so poorly officiated. It was crazy. And I don't know if they were showing it on TV, but, during the timeouts, uh, Mike Norvell, just about every time, he was ripping two or three different officials, bringing them over, having them explain calls on the spot. And he was nodding, but you could tell, man, he wanted to just rip them apart. And obviously, Florida State has sent some of those calls to the ACC to be looked at. And the crew on Saturday, I mean, it it probably would have been a 40-10 to 10 football game until they started just – ruining it and regardless it was good to see Florida State fight and figure out a way to come out with the dub Austin you didn't get to be on the instant reaction with me and Nate how do you uh take away that win Florida State once again on the streak right now keeping the bull hopes alive Mm -hmm. the only thing I, I really don't like is I feel like the offense fails to adjust in the second half We've seen it a few times in a row where they come out fire in the first half, both against Miami and against Boston College. And then the second half, they just look lost, not getting the yards, not getting the movement that they need. But at least they're getting out to a good enough start in the first half where they can, I guess, coast to a win. But I'd like to see them dominate a game for all four quarters. And I get part of it was poor officiating, part of it's adjustments on the other side. But Florida State has to adjust as well. Um, other than that, you know, 
really like what you saw, especially on the defensive line. Kier Thomas had a huge game. Jermaine Johnson was Jermaine Johnson. The, there was even that one play that should have been a fumble. That was an incomplete pass where um, Robert Cooper ate three blocks <laughs> to, to get to that ball. It's, the the D-line's play phenomenal. Um, and they really have the last few weeks, and they're a big reason why Florida State's being successful right now. But just a couple things they need to clean up. Otherwise, I was, I was overall happy. Yeah, and to your point, Austin, I mean, two of those drives in the second half got ended. I think one due to it was either an offensive pass interference or a chop block. And then the other one, FSU, it was fourth and one, and then they get back-to-back illegal formation penalties that make them have to punt. I mean, come on, man. And – the BC runner, I, I will say it forever. Boston College did not get in on that uh, fourth and one on the goal line. I was on that side of the field watching. I mean, the man's knee was clearly down. Logan said the TV broadcast had a poor angle. Yeah. And it's ridiculous. Like, how do you not have enough cameras at in 2021 to be able to figure that shit out? I mean, every stadium should be decked out with cameras. There, there's no way that you can miss that kind of play fourth and goal to make it a, a one possession game at that point in time. Yeah. In 2021, you don't have another camera on the other side of the field. I don't know how that's Seriously, possible like, yet. I don't know how that's a thing really, to be better. honest. Shouldn't cost a whole ton, but yeah, no, I mean, that was the ACC refs, but going into some of the plays too, like I, I want to give a shout out to Jordan Wilson and looking back at the game and then watching it live, man, it was pretty fun to watch him and his blocking Definitely on the touchdown where uh, you got to see Ontario Wilson score there. That was a phenomenal block. And he's been doing that the last four or five weeks where he's finishing off blocks and allowing great runs for running backs, also wide receivers, and continuing to stay on his assignment. And I got to give a shout out to Jordan Wilson. He had two phenomenal blocks in that game, which allowed Florida State to score. Um, and just a great, great play from a veteran. And, you know, he knows this is his last little bit of time playing. And so he, he's showing up when needed. And, you know, I thought that was a great game from him. And also shout out Malik McClain for going up and, and getting that touchdown up in the second half. We've been one mm-hmm. receivers to make plays all season. He went up and made a play. Like, we, mm-hmm. we've been waiting for someone to do that since, you know, since Calvin and Rashad left. That was that was a hell of a catch to, to go up and high point that football. We haven't seen that from a Florida State receiver in years. Nate, welcome in, baby. Sorry, I was going to welcome Nate Wise here. Okay. What do you want? All right, now down to Dustin. <laughs> I was just going to say, uh, shout out Jordan Travis as well. You know, last two weeks, I thought he's really started to come into his own as a passer, and you could see it against Boston College, the confidence that he has in himself to be able to, to deliver some of those passes. Also, not getting as panicked in the pocket, you know, instead of, rolling out and just tucking it. He's stepping up and still looking downfield to make plays. Um, I've been really impressed with with what he's done the past two weeks, hoping he can carry that into UF and get Florida State to a bowl game. I want to shout out to Keen Dent, man. You know, mm-hmm. I talked about him on the instant reaction. You know, his play has been, been tremendous the last few weeks. You know, he's done really well in the run game, but, you know, in the passing is when he's really he's really starting to come come together for him. Um, are, are we just shouting out right now? I know I, I joined yep. late, but yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, nah, I mean, I mean, you know, even when he was at corner last year, even in run support, you, you know, that's always been a strong point for him. Um, you know, he 
like you know, I talked about Logan, you know, he's healthy. And, you know, um the one guy I mentioned in the three up, you know, Mastermano had a great game on Saturday. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he put Boston College deep. Or was it four times? You know, the guy hasn't had a touchback all season. I was say he's been great all season. You know, for for as frustrating as special teams has been as a whole, you know, he's been a, he's he's been a steady force, um, and, and you know has done really well for for FSU. That's why I had to shout him out in that three up because you know the fact mm-hmm. he has no touchbacks, and he has nearly twenty. You know, inside the inside the twenty, you know, you got to give him give him a tip of the cap, but. You know, um, I I think the biggest disappointment it, it was that interior of the offensive line. You know, it Brady Scott's is such a drop off, even from from Bavion and you know Love Taylor. It's just, it's just a tremendous drop off that you know Florida State. You know, they can't go into the, this Saturday with him playing, and if they can make a bowl game, they got to figure that out because it, it's just a, too much of a drop off. And frozen already. We lost it's like a Nate. record, bro. Already this early. Usually it's already. Wait. No, no, oh. you're coming back. I think <laughs> we might. Now you're a robot, though. I think it's just the internet. But you're slowly. Kind of looks like you're munching on a muffin right now. <laughs> Looks like you just opened a surprising email. Yeah. Like, looks oh, like, I got it, it was like a good surprise. Yeah. yeah, it looks like it's a pretty good one. Or yeah, mixed mixed reviews, like maybe smiling because of the pain. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Or like you just like got a shot. As well. Yeah, what this what this arm sleeve up looks like you just got the But vaccine. continuing with Nate's point, you know, when when it comes to the offensive line, I, I feel like that's one thing that we talked about coming into the season. You know, Florida State couldn't afford injuries to those top guys because they're still building depth um, behind them and, and establishing what this rotation is going to be um, going into years forward under Alex Atkins, who, you know, hopefully will stick around for as long as Florida State will have them. And, you know, they're going to need uh, the guys like Devontae Love Taylor, Dylan Gibbons, Marie Smith and Bavion Johnson to man that interior and be healthy. You know, you got two games left at this point. I think everyone, everyone in college football, you know, not just Florida State, is banged up, is dealing with some sort of ailment, and it's just like, is it serious enough to hold you out? You know, guy, everyone is playing hurt. And and shout out that last comment about Kalen Deloach. He's yeah. made such great improvements th- this season. And this game in particular, that safety was super impressive. Um, just shooting that screen, avoiding both blocks, and getting that hit stick was its an impressive play. We haven't seen a linebacker at Florida State make that play since Terrence Smith. Just great play. He, he had a really good game on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, shout out to Kalen Deloach. I don't know what Nate's face <laughs> is right here, but very scary. Very scary. <laughs> not, man. I mean, not, man. Deloach has been balling, man, for real. Yep. He's been Florida you know, State's best linebacker this season. That 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 play, you know, on the safety, he came from I think seven yards out and just right through. It's just a missile right through just the freaking ball carrier, through this. man. Like right through. It was, it was super impressive. I, I when I got home after work, that was one of the first plays I went back and watched. Was, was mm-hmm. that safety? I'm like that was a hit. 
Mm-hmm. He brought he brought the lumber on that one. Dude, he bring yep. he brings energy. I mean, Robert Cooper talked about him early on after a practice and one of the interviews saying that he is the energizer bunny <laughs> of that defense. And you know, he's not only that brings the energy, is hitting his right spots, but he also goes down and tags guys for the defensive line left, right, where you need to be, which hole you're supposed to be at, which gap um you need to be before the play. So he's turning to a leader too. I know you already hit on the refs to sound like when I when I was coming in, but um yeah. What what do y'all make of that? You know, you know. I'm glad Norvell kind of mentioned it. Um, with, with uh, I'm so tired. I'm drunk. Guess people are not going to understand what the hell you just interrupted for. But Leslie says that she thinks someone's drunk on here. So I don't know who it is, but uh, I wish it was me. I wish it was me, man. I wish you gone from work and be fucking nice. After, after the day I had not to deal with us, just God, drink it up. You get you to know? come out of work all day and come hang you out with us. Deal, you gotta deal get with du- I don't mind you and Austin, but I gotta deal with Dustin, man. You know, <laughs> bachelor but, boy, uh, bachelor boy. No, I'm glad that um, Norvell kind of mentioned something with with the trends with particular referees that you know the outliers and everything. I'm glad he mentioned that because. Man, that, that that was an all-time worst fucking game watching. I'm sorry. It was horrible. <laughs> I mean, not wrong. I was there, God, man. It, it, it was, was wor- it was worse being in the stands. With all How the frustrating was it fans. watching it in person? Oh, like, it was it was terrible. Were you yelling? Fans. Yeah, I was I was screaming. I don't want to say what I was screaming. It's something with that Miami game when Nacho Bradham got ejected. It, it's I think it's, it, it's consistently thing. worse that game. They just had so many. Different, I mean, do y'all remember too when Jerkovic had the ball hit out of his hand? They called that was that. He called that a throw. That was not a throw on the review to me. That was not. He was not throwing the ball. Makes you wonder. I don't think. Uh, it, I don't think it was close out. enough to overturn it. That, 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 that guy's such a Clemson fan. Makes you wonder. Yeah. Yeah. No. The so he has affiliations in his family with what his daughter or niece. His daughter graduated but, from. You know, it, yeah, daughter yeah, graduated he, he's from all Clemson. About, he, he's all about Clemson. Yeah. And obviously, would not like Florida State. On. Allegedly, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. I was gonna say allegedly to stay safe. I mean, it's probably allegedly. true because you know that that's the same crew that officiated Jacksonville Florida State. State. Yep, Florida State versus Jacksonville State earlier in the season. 120 yard penalty yards was it something like that? So those uh, are the two outlier games uh, of the entire year, you know. And there's only one thing in common with them. So they suck. ACC sucks. On my dad the whole time. Florida State's got to get out of this conference. It is. Yeah, apparently I didn't know. I didn't know who the ref was on Saturday because I was screaming at Jeff Flanagan, and then I <laughs> figured out that he wasn't even the ref. So, <laughs> nah, he was not the ref. Nope. That was funny. Hey, here's always a good flip-flop here going from ACC officials to uniform changes. Sage is asking, kind of random, but any word if uniform changes are coming in the near future? Uh, I don't think. Anytime, really, really soon, but I'm. Sh- I think they'll. I think they're in the works of making some tweaks. Uh, let's see here. But yeah, any last thoughts on that game before we move on? Anything else? Do it one more time. One more, please. And then one more time after that. Nate, I'm going to ask you one question. Yeah. Do you like legacy recruits? Depends sometimes. So, <laughs> so, some sometimes they're worth a, a take, and sometimes they're not. You know, not not every legacy recruit is worth 
recruiting. But in this to, case, um, Julian Armella is, um, <laughs> you know, Marvin Jones Jr. is. Um, yeah. Those, those would be De- some good kids, Devin right? Bush should have been. You know, Devin, Devin Bush should have been. But, you know, miscalculation on their part, uh, you know, on him as a player in college. But things happen. But, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm digging it. Well, thank you for that answer there because we're going to jump right into a legacy recruit that put Florida State in his top four. (laughs) Yesterday, Julian Armella has FSU, LSU, Alabama, and the Florida Gators in his final four. He plans on picking pretty soon. He'll actually be visiting UF versus FSU this weekend. How are you feeling? Because they're not doing visitors. Yeah. Mm. So how's that going to work for Julian and getting there? I guess maybe he can just go as a regular. Yeah, StubHub general admission, StubHubber, <laughs> Ticketmaster. That's for Florida to, to to fumble, fumble the ball about. So good for them. Hey, my hands are off. I'm just saying what was yeah. said a couple of days ago. But yeah, Julian yeah. Armella has Florida State in his top four. How does how do you think Florida State's feeling right now, Nate? How are we feeling? You've dropped a little <laughs> nugget. Or you can't give away the full nuggets in the Discord, but no, I mean, no, I mean, you know, let, let's look at the top four with some common sense, okay? Um, it is a top two hundred and fifty player going to go to a program that is um, under coaching changes without announcing what the coaching change is? So, in my opinion, that knocks out two programs. Um. That knocks out LSU, that knocks out Florida. And that leaves FSU, and that leaves Alabama. Um, you look at Alabama, who that's the juggernaut, the, the, the preeminent program of the last decade. Um, they're, they're, they're in a spot Florida State was and has been in before where you can pick and choose who you want. And, and that's something they've done, and it seems like their numbers are – are getting tight and you know the perfect example too you look at jackson versus you know earl little jr you know they can't take everyone and you know there's been allegedly some talk of alabama not necessarily recruiting him as hard as they were at one time which leaves um florida state and i think you know we talked about it on here a few times where even Julian himself wanted to see FSU move in the right direction. And I think that this back half of the season, I think Florida State's moving in the right direction. I think he's been able to see as a recruit, not only him, but some other recruits have been able to see Florida State, you know, the perfect concept and things that they talk about are starting to happen. So I think that, you know, the, the timing makes sense for for it to be FSU. You know, something crazy could happen. He could decide to go to LSU. And figure out um, who have the coaches. You never know; it's recruiting, but I, I, I'd be very surprised. I, I think Florida State right now is sitting in a, in a very comfortable position. Yeah, I agree. You know, you got to think Florida State is in that top spot right now. It, it really felt like a couple weeks ago, a, a month ago, he was probably LSU bound uh, before the Coach O news um, came out, and ever since then, it seems like Florida State has kind of taken command. Um, He's planning to take a visit to Tallahassee in December, I think, before he makes his decision. And maybe he even makes his decision um, on that trip as well. 
So I do think Florida State eventually locks them into the class. And great for OTB. I don't give a shit what they say. <laughs> Sorry, Dustin. That's fine. I don't, I don't give a shit what they say either. Um, but yeah, Florida State is probably in some really good contention here, and obviously that helps a ton on that offensive line, bringing in a guy that talented as he <laughs> yeah, is. It, it, you know, the guy's versus versatile too. You know, he can play tackle. I like him more inside or right tackle type position. Um, but I, I like him inside, man. A guy that is that physical and can move really well. You know, that's someone that you want to get out and you know, be able to to get in space and, and get to that second level. So it'd be great for FSU to, to, to get a guy they've been after heavily now for two years now. So yeah. uh, these are recruitments you got to win, you know? Yep. Yep. We've you talked know, not about only because it. it's a legacy, but also it's such a position I need, you know? So, and, and, and you know, let's be honest, Florida doesn't produce a lot of great offensive linemen. And, and, you know, this is one of the better ones that's come out over the last few years. You know, kind of, you know, he, he he is more of a ceiling guy. You know, he's a good recruit now. He's a good player. But, you know, he, he, he's got a bright future. But he's also been able to progress year over year. And, and you know, there, has, there haven't been a lot of offensive linemen in Florida that have gotten better year over year. They kind of just peak and are what they are. So you know, he even looks better this year. You know, playing for St. Thomas, so got 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 to like what you see. Yeah, and you're seeing you know so many talented guys out of Florida now go out of state. So winning this one, along with hopefully Marvin Jones Jr. down the line, mm-hmm. it's really going to help Florida State. You look over at, at the current state of Miami and Florida. I mean this this program they're on the verge of taking back the state of Florida if they can win this Saturday and get to a bowl game. Mm-hmm carry that into the offseason, keep improving. You know, I really think Norvell has Florida State primed for future success right now. Even even Aaron Hester, who's a solid player, you know. You know, people forget about him, but but you look at the year that uh, Lamont Green Jr.'s had, Monster Monster Jr. year. Five sacks on Friday night. uh, uh, Another another legacy recruit that, you know, Florida's – you know, Florida – went after Miami went after and you know he chose to jump on board early so it, it, it's like you said Dustin you gotta lean on those kids I don't think we got to talk about it but we can talk about it briefly here I don't know if we mentioned this about Marvin Jones Jr. putting Florida State in his top five did we yeah. yeah last week okay making sure we mentioned that um and then it goes over to now Looks like the Georgia boards are going uh, crazy about your guy, Travis Hunter. Nate, making up rumors, man, desperate Making mode. up rumors, yo. Man, like, for real, come on. <laughs> like, I, I really want to – Yeah, we should invite them on the podcast. I really would like to have a conversation. Oh, God. Why they think that it, 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 it is going to happen. What makes them think that at all said and done, everything that's, that's happened, that – um, Hunter's gonna at the end of, at the very end. Be like, oh, no, I'm gonna go to Georgia. Sources, bro. I mean, that's what they. I, I saw the snippet on Twitter yeah. or, or something, and the guy said something like Hunter has taken two visits to Georgia, and like publicly, a few, yeah, a publicly, few, yeah. and a few others. 
And dude, right. do you think if the number one prospect went to a school, it, it wouldn't come out from somewhere? Absolutely. Absolutely. Or like on someone or on a player's Instagram story, or it, it would eventually be caught. Get out. I mean, you're not yeah. it's yeah. 2021. Someone in town would see Travis Hunter. Like my, my favorite part about the, just making the shit thing up. was the guy saying, Yeah, our, our system won't let me predict a flip. I'm like, that is the <sighs> dumbest thing I've ever heard because I know that's false. I yes, see sis. I see basketball guys flip their prediction all the time. You can't tell me, oh yeah, rivals won't let me flip my prediction. It's just it's crap. Yeah, I mean maybe the guy so backwards Georgia, he doesn't understand that it's 2021 and that everyone has a cell phone and wants wants an internet clout. So, you know, if they see Travis Hunter in Georgia, it's going to be, "Oh shit." Or, "Hey, yo." I mean, come on, man. <laughs> hey, yo, I love that. <laughs> Is that your "Hey, yo," Nate? <laughs> Yeah, fuck it out of here, man. <laughs> oh, man. Nah, no, I mean, you know you I go, go after my clout. You know I go after my clout, but I don't go to that kind of reach. Third, nah. third comment in the chat says Travis posted on his Instagram denying the rumors. Oh, yeah, no. Leave that kid alone, man. Right. Shit. He's got a month before he signs. Let him, let him yeah. live a little bit, please. Let yeah. him enjoy life. Let him enjoy the last little bit. Yeah, Travis Hunter here on his Instagram story. <laughs> Quoting the Instagram post of the rumor of Georgia flipping Travis Hunter saying, Stop the cap, boy. I'm a knoll. So, people don't know what cap means. I mean, you're, yeah, you know, you're lying. I, I, I'm gonna start posting rumors about Georgia recruits. <laughs> I need to, you need to go back at it. Someone, I, someone's got to take shots back at them. They're, come they're on, someone's got to do it. I, I'm always gay for a good, uh, good battle. Aluba has woman legs. <laughs> Post that. Confirmed. Let's, hey, let's, you said that, it, I didn't. If Alabu has, <laughs> if he has those legs, and I got the same legs, Tyre, man, I'll take it. I'll take it, Nate. Tyree I'll West is flipping to Florida State. That, that is happening. Yeah, yeah. Tyree West. Anything new on recruit? that? It's kind of quieted around a little bit, but seems like Florida State's still in a good, in a good side there for Georgia. Georgia's losing two quarterback transfers this year. Mm. Yeah, so they should probably they should probably chill out. Should probably relax on the Travis Hunter stuff. But Travis Hunter mm-hmm. did go visit our one of your fellow MVP. friends, Deion That's Sanders, right. former, 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 former here the Spear alum, Deion Sanders over there, at Jacksonville State, going to just see what's going on, what's popping at JSU this past weekend. Deion's not taking your boy, Nate. We know, not taking. No, him. I mean I just think Deion's an asshole, so. Well, hey, Dion, I love you because you came on here, and we we've had we have a good solid relationship on here, the Spears. So whenever next, then we'll have Nate and Dion go at it, and I think that would be good, good fun on here. <laughs> I think it would be. Now, now we should invite uh, that that Georgia guy um, on here, and we should have a discussion. I think it'd be great. I think it'd be what, great. what are these rumors? I yeah, don't know what Coaster has here. Ayo, like it would be as much discussion as it would be interrogation. <laughs> what do we got, uh, rumors wise? I don't know. Uh, uh, the rumors I mean, were started by a weird. Oh, uh, they're waxing what we should do. What, what, what we should start creating rumors about? What should we create? What 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 rumors? Kirby Smart is going to New Mexico State. Are you hearing that? What's the source? I did from? hear that. Uh, I did hear that. Will Muschamp uh, failed the chlamydia test. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and that they they think allegedly 
that it, that he got it from uh, Kirby Smart. So <laughs> that's a locker room talk, man. You never know, man. Oh man, someone's gonna run with that. Yeah. Uh, Micah Pittman is a good question here. Good question here about Micah Pittman, the Oregon wide receiver transfer. Mm-hmm. Uh, asking about mm-hmm. Micah there, and then also about Kevin Coleman. We talked about Coleman. I think we talk about Coleman every podcast. Yeah. Um, but Micah Pittman just sent to the transfer portal from Oregon and Florida State is in contact. How would you like to have him, Nate DeLu? Me. They need as much awesome. help as they possibly can get. You know, I'm it, telling it, you it, what, it, man, that wide it, receiver it, room, though. Now, it, it, and the guy is a special teams player, too. So, and, and we know how frustrating that has been all season it, it, is a return game. And you get a guy who's shown that he can make plays. I mean, uh, I I think that Florida State getting after him as quickly as they as they have is, is pretty indicative of how bad they want him. Yeah, they I mean, have to hit the, it all. They have to hit the portal yeah. this year at that position. Yeah. They have to. Mm-hmm. You need you need multiple new bodies on top of you know hopefully Kevin Coleman. Hopefully, Destin Hill shows up, and then you do have mm-hmm. uh, Devon Mortimer in the fold. Mm-hmm. Love to see five I mean, new faces in that room. I, mean, I wonder if they go, you know, after a guy like Gibson, who's been committed to Florida, you mm-hmm. know, see if they kick those tires again. You know, I, I think it's going to be a, a crazy finish. I know someone put it up here. You know, a guy like Eli Ricks, who entered the portal, which is shocking to me. You know, he excuse me, he was a freshman All-American, I believe, last year. But, you know, I, I, I get all the crap that's going on at LSU and, and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, if the rumors are true that, you know, a lot of players are upset that they let him go, you know, that'd be a school I, I'd hit right away, LSU, whoever comes in, in that portal from LSU. I mean, they, they've recruited well. That's one thing that Ogeron has always done well is, is evaluate and recruit, so. Oh, yeah, it might not be sure going after after Ricks either, you know. Yeah, and one thing you know about Florida State is they're they're going to do what they can to take advantage of the transfer portal. A lot of the mm. the top guys on this team have come through the portal the last year or two years, and we're we're seeing it pay off. So if there's a quality guy in the portal that they think can impact the team, they're going to hit them up and try and get them in. Just put pictures of. Kier Thomas, Jermaine Johnson, <laughs> you know. Jamie Robinson. Even McClellan a little bit, you know. Which, let me say them. that again. Kier Thomas had 13 pressures. Jermaine Thomas had seven pressures. Jermaine top Thomas, two in the ACC, or Jermaine Johnson, top two in the ACC on Saturday. And neither of them got held one time in the entire second half. Yeah, that was crap. Yeah. Nah, Jermaine gets out at least All four times a game. So. It, blows, it blows my freaking mind. <laughs> but we're going to call that uh, pass interference on Jordan Wilson, though. How many receivers will they take in the portal? Two? One? I'd say. I mean, d- depends who's in the portal, I think. Depends on talent. Depends and who F- heads out as well if you lose a couple guys. And, I mean, if, if Destin Hill comes like they expect – I think that evens out some numbers. If he doesn't, something happens. I think you look at at at, at two, maybe three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
But, I mean, you look at that wide receiver room next year. I mean, it, it does look good. It does, and if you get Burrell it, it, back, it does, too. But you still you, you still need, need some experience. Yeah, you need some yes. game changers. Yep. Yeah, need a true. Yeah, you need one. someone that can take the top off the defense. Mm-hmm. They, they also need some that. that can. They need someone that can consistently win one on one balls. Mm-hmm. I think McLean uh, needs more shots, to, though. Yeah, I am eager to see uh, Burrell in the slot. You know, a guy that can make those tough catches. Mm-hmm. You know, Physical you know, grabs. Yeah, you know, a guy who had a pretty good spring and was having having a good summer and fall. Got got hurt. You know, uh, he's a big body. You need those guys that can make those tough catches. Uh, you're not wrong. Let's jump into the next topic here on the quick hitters of the week. Dan Mullen, gone. Bye-bye. He just does not want to play. He ducked Norvell. Ducked him. Didn't want any part of that business <laughs> Let the record show, Norvell is undefeated against Manny Diaz and Dan Mullen. Let the record yeah. show. Absolutely. Didn't get to play last year. True. Lost in overtime to Missouri. That was a fascinating game to watch there. Missouri goes for two in overtime and gets it with a toss into the end zone. And that yeah. just about probably did it for the administration. Uh, yeah. I, you know, I always talk about my, my bottom five of coaches. But, you know, Missouri said coach. I have no, idea what, his, I have no idea what his name is. But he shot up in my top five with his postgame next step on top a, a, a Florida. The, the, the you know, best one, I, I got to read this one word for word. The one oh, he had yeah. today where he said, um, he said, my father was a farmer and there's an old saying, you reap what you sow. If you sow kindness, you reap kindness. If you sow jackass, you reap jackass. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> you got to go to the season. Yeah. I love it. Oh, man. Yeah. No. Yeah. So, yeah, Dan Mullen let go and Gainesville will not be facing Magnerville in the Florida State Seminoles this weekend. And So, for as much bullshit that Florida, Florida fans talk about FHU. So Florida's been what five and seven, four and eight, and they have a chance to go five and seven this year if they lose Saturday. Okay, mm-hmm. what makes them think that they're so elite? What makes them think that they're just a a, a must place to coach? They're going after. Uh, they're boasting about a COVID year. Number one, they had Kyle Trask, Tony. Yeah, that's great. The that's fact they it. couldn't capitalize on Kyle Trask, Kyle Pitts, Kadarius Tony, the fact they couldn't capitalize on those guys mm-hmm. is embarrassing. So those guys were insanely talented. And, and for a guy, Pitts is unreal. It's almost like he purposefully like, couldn't give two rats ass about recruiting. You know, Maybe he was so confident enough in his XML ability that he didn't care who he recruited. But we all know the difference between Recruiting and not recruiting in college football doesn't matter. X's and O's has has a has a ceiling in college football. And then it comes down to who's playing, and who's catching, who's throwing, who's tackling. It's different from the pros. I also found it kind of funny that you know them ones like go on Sunday, and then today they get a four star D lineman, which. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that speaks more to how well they recruited him or how little he cared about Dan Mullen that he's like, eh, whatever. <laughs> I, don't, I, mean, I don't want to play for him anyways. It's better that he's gone. Well, which is an example of, you know, like Armella. You know, that's clearly a kid that wanted to go to Florida. You know, what if Armella just wants to go to LSU? You know? Yeah. Those things happen. But, you know, uh, 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 a good – 
you know, bonus is, is that Tim Brewster will now be unemployed. So that's always good to see. You know, <laughs> got to like him uh, being back on the market. He'll probably be over at UTEP and talk about UTEP as the number one program. You he'll, know, he'll we be tight ends, you know, cut and paste, whatever <laughs> program is that piece of crap. But, um, <laughs> nah, man, you don't you know, Tim Brewster. Uh-uh. Nah, I can't stand Tim Brewster, man. I, I can't he, stand him, man. He's just an honor. Uh, he's in the honor mentions in their top yeah, five. Yeah, he's, he's in the honor mention in the top five. Honorable right mention. If, if, if Nate had an assistant coach list, Bottom he'd be on five. the list. Oh, no, he's on. He's, he, you know, the fact that he's on the, you know, AM, the HM, you know, list, you know, he'd be number one, I think, of the assistants. That's a lock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but it, it, it's crazy. You know, Florida was what? One shoe throw away from making, making, maybe making the playoffs last year. Yeah. It's crazy how, how things change. You know, they almost beat Alabama. Um, everyone's loving Mullen in the future of the program in September. And now he's well, gone. When I, when I saw him taking those interviews, those NFL interviews, I thought that, he, you know, he just wanted to kind yeah. of get out. Too much hard work for him recruiting-wise to take care of. Yeah, I, I, I think he's got something lined up. Yeah, I think so, too. You know, I, I, I think it's like the Jimbo season. route. I, I, I think he's, I think he mentally checked out. I think he, you know, yeah. just the way he's acting and talking and smiling after smiling, games. Yeah, so I'll <laughs> say smiling, shaking the other yeah. team's hand when you're down twenty. It's hilarious to me because so many Florida I, fans. I wouldn't be surprised if he got something lined up. Whatever. Yeah. You know? Good for him. It's fine. I think he's a, Florida, I think he's a really smart coach. The Gators are five and nine since the shoe throw. What one of the best TV moments I've ever seen live in college football for sure. Just Marco Wilson chucking a shoe thirty yards downfield. It's fantastic. I'm so glad it happened because it spiraled that program. It really did. I mean, they were probably... eight and... sorry to interrupt you. They were eight and it... one when the shoe throw happened. Then they lost their final three games of the season. Mm. And you know we see how bad they are this year. Yeah, I think I didn't think a lot of people point to the Alabama game where. It, Kind of just crushed their soul a little bit, probably. It's kind of like what Alabama did to us in 2017. Once Francois was hurt, Jimbo's like, I'm done with this. Kind of get that same feeling. Just Florida didn't have an injury to counteract that. No. And now, odds just came out today. We put out on the website. Bob Stoops, now the number one favorite. <laughs> Makes his return. Push to come in and not save this, the day. Again. Bob Stoops until it ain't. Down there in Gainesville, BGB. Who would you not want it to be? For me, number one, either Napier or. I feel like Napier would be. I feel like Napier kind of be like Mullen. I think he's a great X's and O's guy, but we got to see how he recruits at a school like Florida. Right. Kiffin, but I think Kiffin would just be a cluster. Kiffin's just going to get a bigger check. I think if I'm Florida, I'm going after Napier because Napier can recruit. Okay. And he's a good X's and O's coach, but can, can he do it in a bigger program? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, he's done a great job yep. in Louisiana. Just can he do it at the University of Florida when you're competing against Alabama, can, LSU, Georgia, Florida State? If they get there together, you're looking at also some big time jobs opening. It could be Miami mm-hmm. if they move on from Andy Diaz, and then you've also got LSU, like and USC. USC. 
Yeah, USC James too. James Franklin so. signed a 10-year deal today to stick with Penn State, so he's not going anywhere. No. Nope. Mm-hmm. You don't got a lot to work with. And if Ole Miss Ole, holds Ole Miss down lane, go. I think they're going to send everything on in the Brinks truck. Time a million are coming for Lane. I think that's complete BS. Lane Kiffin ain't going to Florida. I mean, no. what? why would he? He's already building something pretty darn good at Ole Miss. I, I don't see why he would jump Correct. ship. P- plus, he's I'd rather be in Oxford, there. Mississippi than Gainesville, Florida. Also, well, I would never want to be in Gainesville. <laughs> You know, and, and, and he's he's got the inside track at Arch Manning. So, yeah, what was he's, that? He's not going yeah, right now, what Bob Stoops won with the odd betting odds, number two. Boo at least today, it'll, three, it'll change ahead. tomorrow. Tomorrow to be Tim Tebow and then Urban Meyer, <laughs> and then I'm the, the, the two alligator mascots are going to jump to the top of the list at some point. <laughs> That's what these betting sites do. This this thing is just going to rotate until a hire actually happens because, you know, everything. You got to make some money off of everything you do. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I'm all for it, but I think it's his time. I really I do. Need. It's definitely his time to be a head coach. I'm just saying. Also, I thought Deion Sanders was on the list. Like, there's <laughs> no way Deion Sanders is going to Florida. There's no shot. Oh, no. Dion's got that ego. I love him, but Dion's got that ego where he would say, I don't know. I I had this conversation with no, I don't know. Dion would never. He's got too much pride. Uh, and I respect Dion him. would never coach at UF. And no any shot. major program that hires Dion Sanders as a head coach. Well, that's a it, thing. It, it would it, never it, happen. Is asking to to go into the shitter and be a laughing stock program. <laughs> He's 14 and four right now. Well, great. We still haven't brought up Willie. NAI. He's playing, playing NAI schools. Okay. Willie's facing his uh, alumni this weekend for a bowl game. Eligibility. Who did cool. they play last week where they just got absolutely smacked? It was like 52 to 17 or something. I forget who it was, but they just got annihilated. That's like every week. Yeah, but they're bowl eligible. Or if they win, uh, this Western, weekend, they're bowl eligible. Western Kentucky, Western I think. Kentucky. That's who they play this week. Oh, they're playing Middle Tennessee. No, no matter, matter mind. Western Kentucky is who they faced last week. Okay, his alumni beat him that badly, and then uh, they'll probably Middle beat Tennessee. Middle Tennessee. Yeah, I think. Yeah, Hawkman couldn't even last there. <laughs> Damn, jeez. What's I think Florida. Thank you so much for laughing. <laughs> I, think, I, I, I think Florida ends up with Dave Clawson. Uh, I I don't think they're smart enough for that. Like Forrest said, coach. And and also part of it is that we haven't discussed yet. Their their athletic administration is already in a little bit of heat with the stuff that's happening with the women's hoops program. Yep. What's going on there? Does, Give us the latest. Does, does anybody want to commit to? A program where the athletic director may not be there in two months. I think that's something that a lot of coaches are going to look at. So I don't know if any of those top flight guys are going to want to take that job with that situation handed over their head, where the guy that supports them is not there in two months, potentially. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. Alleged. That's a strong <laughs> allegedly. Uh, <laughs> Got to make sure I had allegedly in there, as always. 
Who do you think it's going to be? Right now, I'd say safe bet, putting the money down, putting my one dollar down. If I'm betting money, Napier. I'm going Billy Napier. Flight tracking's got him. Someone, someone tweeted yesterday that flight tracking with college coaches is like Santa, is like tracking Santa for rednecks, and that made me laugh. It was really funny. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I don't know. It's gonna be fun to watch here. So definitely an exciting time to watch all the coaching search craziness. Hey, free entertainment for us in Tallahassee. That's all I gotta say. I love it. Thank you for the clicks, Gainesville. Uh, let's jump into this before we jump into basketball. Emory Jones, this kind of broke out earlier. I got some news um, this afternoon, early afternoon, well, around 3 o'clock, that Emory Jones was injured in a practice earlier this week in Gainesville. Seems to be now more serious than what I was first informed and may not be uh, available on Saturday. As we know, Anthony Richardson was injured while dancing in a hotel room before the South Carolina game. So he is dinged up too, not fully 100%. I'm sure we'll get some more info on that on the rest That's of the week. That's the most 2018 have- Florida State injury of all time right there. That is a – Injured while dancing. Willie. Yeah, injured while dancing. Not sure why that hasn't been brought up more, but uh, FSU fans, I, get I, on I'd it. Rather, I'd rather play Emory Jones than, than, yeah. than, Richard, than Richardson, though. Yeah, but Richardson splitting first-team reps with – What's his name again, Dustin? Something Carlos Del Rio Wilson. Yeah, yeah. So if he's splitting first team reps, I don't think they're exactly confident he's gonna be able to go. Um, and hopefully we get the 2013 kind of year where who they play was it like Will Br- Brantley, John Brantley, something like that, and he was just terrible. No, that was Morningwig, wasn't it? Yeah, that's who it was. Skyler Morningwig. Yeah, that dude was yeah. terrible. Even still, you know Richardson. He's he's a dynamic scrambler, but. If he's not 100%, obviously that plays in Florida State's favor. And for the most part, they've done pretty well uh, against rushing quarterbacks. I thought they looked solid against Jerkovich on Saturday, except for the clear plays where they got held whenever he was able to get outside of the pocket for a couple of those successful runs that Boston College had. But the defensive line is playing its best football of the entire season right now, and I expect that to continue against a UF offensive line that doesn't scare me a whole lot. Atrocious. They were awful against Missouri. Dookie, dookie. But yeah, I don't know if Anthony Richardson is fully 100%. So it seems like this cat, Carlos Del Rio Wilson, is the other quarterback that might be the start. That would be a tough game to go against. I think Jermaine Johnson. Florida bores me. Seems like Jermaine Johnson and Keir Thomas should be just licking their chops. Jermaine's already going mad after not being named the finals for the Benrick Award. Yeah, bring that up. Who they? I mean, what? Few of the players in there didn't even play. Yeah, they came on Thibodeau, who's played four games, I think five games. I haven't even watched the game. Kyle Hamilton, who I mean deserves it. Um, and then I forget the other two. Do either you know it off the top of your head? Before I look it up. Uh, I do not. I don't have the list on here, but uh, we'll so give you a good all time. Not to interrupt, Carlos Del Rio Wilson has not. He's a true freshman. Has not appeared in a game in the 2021 season, and at one point during his high school career, played at the same high school as Bailey Hockman. What is going on here? What's up with all the Bailey Hockman? There's a lot of Bailey Hockman tonight. 
Yeah, the, the other two finals were Will Anderson from Alabama and Jordan Davis from Georgia, which, I mean, makes yeah. sense. But Kayvon's not been over, over Jermaine. But Jordan Davis' no stats aren't Jack Shea. That was, a terrib- that was a terrible list, by the way. <laughs> oh, no, it wasn't. It was not a good list. The, the fact that neither Michigan's pass rushes were on there or Jermaine was kind of embarrassing. Mm-hmm. I get Hamilton. You could tell, tell they just, just based on the top. Yeah. Because I think well, it's like pretty much all top exact... 10 teams, right? Um, yeah. Alabama, Georgia, Notre Dame, Oregon, all top 10 They're teams. pretty much saying if if you're a great player on a bad team, you can't win an award. Yeah. It's like the MVP in the NBA. Yeah. No. Ridiculous. Stupid. Um, but, yeah, so they should be. I'm not to say Florida State's bad, by the way. We're not good yet. <laughs> Average. Hmm. They've been good the last eight games. Austin, just because Florida State dominated BFE Christian University okay. this last week, and that doesn't mean that Florida hey, State hey, football hey, can't hey, be good. We'll get there. We'll get there in, okay. a, couple, in a second. We'll get Let's there. get there, man. Come on. Nate's got to get this because <sighs> he needs a Celsius extremely bad. He just I wonder, I wonder who talk. I wonder who has Celsius that I can get him from. You're going to have to check someone out. Only, I don't know. Only text one up. person on this podcast has Celsius currently. Mm-hmm. Logan lives. No, I don't. What are you talking about? I still have never tasted a drop <laughs> I told you of Celsius. He wanted to drink on the way down to Gainesville because I know you're going to be tired. He's going to be so tired. Give him a pack. That's what I said. I I'm going to give gonna, him a pack. He's going to give, give him. You just say give him one. Yeah, you said you'll give him one, one drink. drink. This man yeah. got eight grapes worth of Celsius. I'm, I'm going to give you a pack, and I'm definitely going to send Nate one because I know you're he's greedy, tired. Dude, you're a greedy mo. You know. Why is the company in his name again? We're all going to get screwed. Hey, here's the deal, Dustin. You got to get excited about Florida State. True. You got to get excited about Florida State basketball because Austin believes they're back and they're dominating. They never left. They just struggled. What are you telling me to get they, excited for? They just played I a bad game because you basketball. texted me the other night and said something about Florida State basketball. I don't. Want I said I couldn't share. watch them while I was in Boston. <laughs> no, you did not. There was something else you said about Florida State basketball. I'll tell Austin when we get off the pot here. Man, let me check uh, my text message. <laughs> <laughs> you might have been drinking, but... Uh, Possible. Yeah, but Austin, Florida State takes care of business in the inaugural Jacksonville Classic. UNF didn't even play, played in their own stadium. Uh, it was nice to have that, but yeah, Florida State back in their bag. Caleb Mills, I'll tell you, is really fun to watch. And John Butler. <laughs> I feel like taking care of business doesn't emphasize enough what happened this weekend. Florida State just flat out dominated the entire weekend. Beat a, a pretty good Loyola team by 28. And then you followed up the next night by beating an average Missouri team by 23. Holding both teams to a combined 37% from the floor, forcing 41 combined turnovers. The defense was just unreal all weekend. Just getting passing lanes. The, you really saw in the Loyola game where Loyola would drive, and as soon as they touch the paint, there's three Florida State defenders on them. Just couldn't do anything, couldn't get shots up, couldn't get passes out. Just dominated on defense, and then the offense finally started clicking in the second half of the Loyola game. They had five straight possessions with a made three. They were just finally hitting those open shots that we've been seeing them generate all season. At least they were making them, and – it spread into the Missouri game. They started off nine to two in the first four minutes and just didn't look back. Missouri was outmatched from pretty much from the get go. Um, their best player, Kobe Brown, only attempted seven shots just because he was swarmed all game. Um, and then we, we made Loyola look like 
I don't we made it look like Loyola Maryland, who's terrible. Um, but then they followed it up next game by being a really good SMU team. SMU entered the tournament as, in my opinion, the second best team in the tournament. But lost both games. They should have beaten Missouri. I don't know how they lost that Missouri game. But instead, Florida State gets to play Missouri in the championship, who I thought was the worst team out of the four, and just smacked them up and down the court all night. Yeah, I mean, you know, it was good to see Florida State come out um, and play like that, especially just straight up dominating after the loss to UF and obviously struggling a little bit against Tulane. And, you know, this team, every single game this season, their defense has showed up and, and they've done great when it comes to limiting opponent field goal percentages, getting tons of blocks and steals and creating opportunities in transition. And like you said, Austin, it really just comes down to the open shots because that's kind of what you've missed um, so far this season. Guys have started off a little bit cold. And you really saw it this weekend. When they hit the shots, they're going to blow teams out because they're going to play defense every single night. That's one thing I think you're going to be able to count on just about every game this season. You know, there might be a few lulls here and there. But this team's built on defense. And if the offense executes, man, they're going to be a tough out later down the line. This is the best defensive team Coach Hamilton's had since they changed systems in, in the middle 2010s, like that 2014-2015 era. This is by far the best defense they've had since then. Just These guys want to play defense. They love playing defense. The, the, the play that stuck out to me the most was in the Loyola game. Cam Fletcher gets beat pretty bad on a back cut. And instead of allowing the open lane, he spikes the ball off the backboard all the way out to the three-point line. I mean, he just absolutely sent that ball. That's not stuff you were seeing last year. These guys – just have that energy, have that juice. Just keep going, keep going, keep going, keep forcing mistakes. It's it's incredible to watch. It really is. Um, I put on Twitter that uh, heading in this weekend, Florida State was 28th in Ken Palm's defensive efficiency. They're now 10th because they're just that dominant on the defensive side of the ball. And you don't make that kind of jump in two games without doing something serious. And they they showed it. They were just dogs in both games just dogging them up and down the floor. Yeah, and, and Cam Fletcher, to me, might be the most impressive player on the team because he's he's probably the best one-on-one -on -one defender, I would say, on the entire team right now. His intensity on defense is just suffocating. I mean, you talked about the recovery, but not just that, like jumping into passing lanes, getting steals, going down for highlight jams. He he gets one highlight play a game, at least. You know, you're, you're going to feel him, and – now his offense is starting to come along after struggling at Kentucky last year, five of six last night, two of three from downtown. If he can keep this up, I mean, that man's going to the NBA. The NBA team is going to fall in love with the way he plays defense and see we can develop his offense because he does have some tools there. And I feel like we're not giving a couple of the freshmen enough love. Matthew Cleveland and John Butler are also just amazing defensively. How many times have we seen the last couple of games where they dig in on a ball handler and just strip the ball away? just effortlessly we saw Matthew Cleveland just took the ball like it was nothing like stealing candy from a baby against whoever Missouri's ball handler was I don't even know they're just these guys love playing defense just absolutely love it and the more havoc they create on the defensive side of the ball the easier things are going to come on the offensive side of the ball there's still times here or there where they overhelp like especially the young guys they overhelp on a three and get caught out of position it happens occasionally, but when you're turning opponents over on a third of their possessions, you're going to live with a bad play here and there. They're just – it's unreal to watch defensively right now. Hopefully they can keep it up because 
talk about here in a second, but they got a really big game next Tuesday. You're I'm muted, excited bro. for it. Oh. I'm excited for it, Dustin. You know how you know what I want to happen, so you know. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> whoa. Well, no, the season isn't up. The season. Whoa. <laughs> Florida State season, uh, you know. Doesn't weigh on the balance of what uh, I, I, I need. One more W in basketball, I can get all the W's they they want. So you mean you need one more football W? Correct. One more football one W, more and fo- then basketball can w. do their thing. Yeah, basketball can have it, have at it, and then you know, good luck, good luck, Ham. I need one more. <laughs> well, are they are they gonna get? Are they gonna get a win against Purdue? Because that's but, gonna be a very tough matchup. Come on, Boilermakers. First, they got to get past Boston <laughs> University tomorrow, um, which may not sound a lot, but they're picked as the Patriot League favorites. Who, if you've been watching a Patriot League in the ACC game so far this year, may want to watch out because Navy beat Virginia first game of the year. Um, Army's given teams some fights. Uh, Colgate beat Syracuse last week. Patriot League's sticking it to. Got to brush your teeth. Patriot League's sticking it to the ACC right now. And Boston's a really experienced team. Five of their top six scorers are all seniors, and the one that's not is a junior. Really experienced team. Florida State's probably going to be a little bit tired after coming off two straight games in two straight days. Um, so it's Boston U, though. Yeah, Same thing. Sure. They played They played, they played in Jacksonville. I, not to interrupt you too much, but I really think tomorrow it's probably going to be <clears throat> an ugly game to start. But I do think, you know, Florida State – They've got so much depth, and they dominated these two games um, over the weekend. They didn't have to play as many guys as big a minutes as they normally would in, in close games. So as it goes on, you'll see FSU separate, probably win by double digits. I mean, Boston dominated their games too. They beat Northern Illinois by 18 and then followed up by beating Sam Houston State by 13. I don't so, know their roster, but do they have the depth and the type of rotation that Florida State they, has? They played nine guys consistently. Um, they've got nine guys averaging 12 plus minutes. Um, well, I don't care. They don't, and they, they honestly have a little bit of size too. They they don't go as tall as Florida state's towers do, but I mean, everyone that plays is six, two and taller. And they've only got one guy that's shorter than six, four. So I drove by Boston university this weekend. All right. They're, they're not beating Florida state. I saw that. They're, they're not going to beat them, but like you said, it's <laughs> going to be, it's probably going to be an ugly game where it was like kind of, tired, kind of have dead legs. It's going to be one of those games. Did you spit on their buildings? I flex on them. What did you? What are you flexing? What, what did you have to flex with? Your gray shirt? I mean, not not much. Slides. I was wearing so many sweaters that it, you know, kind of looked like I wore something. Cap. Oh my goodness gracious! Nate's just shaking his head, wondering if he should have gone back to work tonight. Um. But yeah, get us to Purdue. That's what we want to hear. Awesome. Purdue, Purdue game is going to be. It, it's going to go one of two ways. It's either going to be a slugfest. Teams are trading blows. It's like a 62-61 kind of game, or Purdue's absolutely going to wipe the floor with us and win by thirty. There's not going to be an in between. Purdue is so damn good, and I'm just mean so good. Um, that their rotating bigs of Trevion Williams and Zach Eady are mismatched nightmares. Um, I fear whoever they put on Zach Eady because he's just going to absolutely toast all of our seven-footers. Then you combine that with Jaden Ivey, who's preseason All-American on a lot of lists, 
He's a really dangerous player. Now you also have Sasha Stefanovic. I hope I'm pronouncing it right. They've got four guys averaging 13 plus points. It's it's just a dangerous team. Hopefully it's a competitive game because this is one of Florida State's few chances for a resume building win just because the ACC sucks right now. It's <laughs> absolutely I mean, terrible. You're, granted, you follow college basketball more than I do. But you, you really think this is an FSU team will get blown out by Purdue? <laughs> Purdue's so good. Like, I mean, they, they beat – I don't think Carolina's good, but they beat Carolina by 10 on the road. Mm-hmm. They who else did they? They just beat someone else. They just beat Villanova, who is also really good. So, so they get a week off. FSU gets a week off before Purdue, right? Yeah, which is so. going to be helpful. Um, and Purdue plays Omaha on Friday. If I'm doing my math right, um, that's not so going to matter much. It's a nothing game. No. <laughs> it's a it, it, that's a tune-up game. I, I think it's going to be competitive. You know, I. I really hope so, and these guys have the mentality where they're not going to quit. But Purdue's – I can't say enough. Purdue's so good. Hey, we'll put your stamp on it. We need a prediction well, can, on can, 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 Prediction can Florida, will come in my article on Tuesday night. No, no, no. We hey, need, a, we need a pod prediction and an article prediction. No, not for me. <laughs> can, can Florida State's athleticism cause problems for Purdue? Absolutely. And I, th- I think what everyone is waiting on is for some of Florida State's scores to wake up. And we mm-hmm. saw it a little bit in these last couple of games where Caleb Mills had the ball on the strain and was getting what he wanted. Anthony Plite finally started hitting shots against Missouri. Mm-hmm. Malik Osborne's been consistent. If these guys can stay consistent and stay hitting shots, yeah, they're going to stand a really good chance. Um, but if it's like the first three games, especially like the Florida game, where they're struggling to mm-hmm. hit shots, really muddling up the offense, slow pace, not getting shots up to those five or six seconds left in the shot clock, it's going to be a rough night. And I mean a really rough night. The way Purdue plays offense, playing through the bigs, yet the bigs are on the perimeter, but they can mm-hmm. put the ball on the floor, they can pass, they can set screens. It's going to be something Florida State won't see again all year and is really tough to prepare for because as tall and as athletic as Florida State is, Sonor Ingham, Quincy Ballard, and Nahima Cloud are not the playmakers that Zach Eady and Trevion Williams are. And that's tough to scout against. It's really tough to scout against. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so honestly, if you look back on it, you know, Florida State, they haven't had uh, the greatest history when it comes to road games in the nah. the ACC Big Ten Challenge. Or really and, playing Indiana teams in general. <laughs> yeah. So, so let me ask you this: what what what's your reaction if they lose to Boston but beat Purdue? Conf- confusion. confusion. That would be my first reaction. <laughs> <laughs> that would be my first reaction. It's straight confusion. If they lose tomorrow night, I'm gonna be pretty upset. And if they come out and beat Purdue next Tuesday, I'm I, I'm not gonna know what to do. Um, really, as long as the Purdue game's competitive, that's a good sign. Because as we keep saying, this team's not gonna peak until late January, or early February. So if they go up, if they go up to Macarena, one of the toughest places to play in college basketball, and compete. Mm-hmm. You're, you're okay it's also that. a team you see in the tournament, so mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. And Purdue's right now is one of my final four picks, so it's a damn good team that they're about to play next Tuesday. And I'm just damn good team. Do we know where that's being air on broadcasted on ESPN? ESPN at seven. It's either seven or seven thirty. I think they're still waiting to announce it, but it's ESPN for sure. So primetime game Tuesday night. We're flying you up there, Austin. Can't wait. 
Dude, I wish. I want to go to that game so bad. <laughs> got to get VZ up there. Yeah, hey, you got to take Spirit Airlines, though. Yeah, Spirit Airlines. Oh, God. Hey, hey, on, the bright on, side, on the bright side, I got a free place to stay. My grandparents yeah, stay 40 minutes by, right, Logan. Yeah. Nate, I thought he was gone, but he's secretly... Oh, well, not like that. I was saying bye to Nate, oh, not oh, to yeah. Austin, to oh, crash and die yeah. in a plane ride. Wow. wow. Okay. <laughs> hey, 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 Austin, check that text. Check that text message. That's that's, what, that's how you can get to, get to that game. Uh, we'll see. I'm not holding my breath. Hey, Nate, check that text. I, I uh, wouldn't doubt it. If, if, yeah. the, if you did, <laughs> I'm going to be upset. <laughs> no, After what Logan told us the other day. I'm <laughs> Hey, I'm about to start some well, fights on the podcast, on a live stream. Hey, hey Austin. <laughs> what date is that? What date is oh. that Purdue game? It's hey, December, Austin. Or November 29th or 28th. Oh, well, no, man. Not going to happen then. Not going Austin, happen, right? it, it, it's the same that Celsius, you know, sitting fat and pretty. Oh, my. It must be nice, uh, man. For what it's worth. Celsius. For what it's worth, I have not put much damage into that. I just kind of keep it here just to tick you off, Nate. Send us some. I, I, would, I would love some. I'll think about it tomorrow. I'm, I don't have any schoolwork due this week, so you see me in my I'll, shirt I'll yet? You. you want polos? Well, no, you know, no he wants the shirt. I'm going to spend my whole day tomorrow at FedEx. I'm I told you day. to I'm send me shirts, dude. He said well, you get too. like you get like bank out of that. I'm send, I'm going to send you four shirts, Nate. I'm going to give you some Celsiuses. It's going to be like a whole box you're going to get a care and, package, and then, and then a polo. Heart in there. It's going to have a heart, and it's going to have my cologne on the shirts because i'm gonna put the cologne on there for you and smell me god curve <laughs> straight straight out of walmart curve sitting there <laughs> <laughs> oh man all right well let's jump and do this brute and before we send uh austin on a spirit airline flight florida I'll state take, I'll, I'll take a free flight i don't care okay well we'll do it F it He's going on it. Let me start looking uh, at flights. Go ahead, look for it. Uh, out of Charlotte, yeah. Go ahead, take a peeky poo. We'll send Austin over there. Why not? All right, be, so let's get started. It'd be a good game to cover, you know, for That's real. That's what I'm saying. We'd like to have one just of a, our just guys a legendary there. arena. I mean, Mac Arena is famous for a yeah. reason. You know what's also famous? Florida, Florida, State. Florida, State. Florida. That's Jameis. right, baby. Jameis Winston too. Enough basketball bullshit. Let's get to the real stuff. Let's get to the good stuff. This is why we're here. Could this be our last game preview football-wise? Could this Dude, be it? shut your mouth. Quit saying that. Meanwhile, you're the one picking Florida State to lose this weekend. For reverse jinx purposes, as I've said on multiple podcasts. <laughs> I don't care. I will say this every episode. <sighs> Florida State takes on the Florida Gators this upcoming weekend without Dan Mullen in attendance. This will be premiered on ESPN. Premiered broadcasted, same thing. Florida State. Still an underdog in this. I think it's still – the Gators are still favored by three points, Nate. They were favored by ten points heading into this when Dan Mullen yeah, was That was laughable, coach. dude. That was hilarious. I, whatever, dude. Yeah, Great. I, I don't I, know I, I'd much rather FSU go into this game as an underdog. Yeah, no. So Florida State comes into this into an as an underdog coming into Gainesville. Um a lot of them align for both teams. Both are fighting for bowl eligibility, but it's like one team and the other one is on the downward spiral. Um, and Florida State like is one to... game, right? Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. But 
downward spiral of Florida State? No, Miami was going down. But they were coming up. What do you mean they were coming up? Going in that game, Miami was in a downward spiral because Manny is probably about to lose his job this offseason. Now you're going into a UF game, another rival oh. who's on a downward spiral. Van Dyke was leading them to the next national championship. Not anymore. <laughs> not not since he played Florida State. Jermaine Johnson, really. <laughs> That's but, facts. Who is this? Who did this? Look at this Gabe guy coming. Gabe Gabe coming Gabe, in Gabe. the YouTube chat. What's up, Gabe Gabe? What's up, Deuce Canoe? Ban him. <laughs> Ban him. canoe. Oh man! This will not be their last game. This this will not be their last game. Don't King Max saying Jermaine and Keir Thomas will play their tails off. This will be their last game. They're playing in a bowl game. Oh, Nate's locking it down here. Moving on. Let's go, man. Let's do this. Uh, yes, Keiston, we talked. Sorry if I said the name wrong. So I'm going to go with Miss Walton there or Mr. Walton. Uh, was Emory Jones injured in practice? Yes, he was. So that's going to be the big storyline heading to this Florida State's defensive ends, defensive <laughs> line versus either Emory Jones, Anthony Richardson, or who knows the flying F who it's going to be. It's probably going to have to be Carlos Del Rio Wilson. What a name. What a Pull name. That can they even up. fit that on a fa- can they even, Pull latest comment up. Can they even put that on a jersey? Uh, some <laughs> guy on Twitter, literally his name, some guy on Twitter or on hey, YouTube Austin. says, Austin Vizi looks like he's recording in his closet. You are not wrong. That's what I don't think Austin, Austin's not even listening to us. No, I'm listening. <laughs> this, that, that's what the blank stare is for. Jesus. Hey, some guy, spell my name right if you're going to insult me. Jeez. That's how you spell it. Mm-mm. How are we feeling about this game? We feel We feel pretty good, huh? It seems to be that way. I mean, wow! You've got to feel good, right? You know, Florida State—they've been playing some good football recently. Five and two in the last seven. Florida lost their head coach, fired their defensive coordinator earlier this season, fired their offensive line coach. Um, you know, the Florida other members of that eight coaching. Coaches, eight on-field coaches this week. Sorry, Dustin. But regardless, those coaches—they probably know their tenure at Florida is over in the next game or two. You know, when when a new guy right. comes in, he's going to want to bring his own guys in. So I wonder if they're as focused on this game as they should be, and and the players as well. You know, there's there's got to be some disarray going on going on in that locker room with how swift some of this stuff is, is taking place, and now you lose Emory Jones. There's there's factors outside of the game that I think are kind of going to affect the Gators mentally. But regardless, this is a rivalry game. This is Florida State versus Florida. This is a game for each team to make it to a bowl. And I, I think neither team is ranked. It's kind of like the Florida State-Miami game. This rivalry, it's not at its peak right now. But this is still a big game. You know, When you look back on it, you can say Florida State knocked Florida out of bowl contention. You're going to be able to hold that over their heads all offseason or, or vice versa with the Gators if they do somehow win this game. And also it just it puts Florida State back on top of the state. It gives Mike Norvell and the coaching staff a ton of recruiting momentum to work with over the next year. And it shows that he can win in this rivalry, which is something Willie Taggart wasn't able to do 
during during his uh, tenure at Florida State. I want to comment on this real quick from King Mac. Jermaine talked to us last week and specifically said he will be playing in the bowl game. So unless he goes against what he said, Jermaine Johnson does plan on playing the bowl game. I don't think they said it's the maybe same thing about Dalvin Cook and Dalvin went and ate up Michigan. So yeah, but what about Jabril Peppers? There's some guys. How's There's he some doing guys who are just uh, built differently, and Jermaine Johnson is one of them. You know, a lot of guys have that mindset, I need to go protect myself, I need to go protect my stock. Jermaine Johnson wants to go play for his team. And those are the kind of guys you want on your roster, especially in this day and age of college football. But I, I think that this is – everything sets up for FSU to get the W. Um, you know, even with Mullen, I thought it was going to be a tight game. Because, you know, for everything, you know, again, I've said it a hundred times, I'll say it again. You know, he is a good X and O's coach. So, you know, I, I felt that this was going to be a, a competitive game. I think that, you know, this will test the cojones of, of, of what's left at Florida. You know, do the, if these players give a shit, it's going to be a tight game because it's, it, it's just it's a robbery game. If they've packed it in. And this is a, a game that Florida State can dominate because, as they did against Miami and Boston College, they have a major advantage running the ball um, over over Florida. Florida is not good at all when it comes to run defense. It, it might be one of the worst run defenses that Florida State will play this year. You know, in, in my opinion, one of the bottom two or three for sure. Um, and I think that's going to be the major difference in this game. I think that Florida State is going to be able to control clock, control the pace of the game, and I think they're going to run all over Florida. You know, yeah, it, this is a Florida just, team. It's just a matter of, of one team is super confident right now, moving in the right direction, has has something to play for, where the other, other team is just dead in the water. Exactly. You know, Florida, Florida uh, coming into this game – They've lost three of their last four. Only win in that stretch was the 70 to 52 debacle against Sanford. I mean, what even was that game? Whereas you look at Florida State, you know, they've proven now that they can go on the road and win. They did it against North Carolina. They've done it against Boston College. Um, and like you said, Nate, I mean, they've got to be feeling good. Jordan Travis is really starting to come together as a passer and beginning to develop into what I would say is a legitimate a legitimate threat there. You know, I've been really impressed and mm-hmm. hope he can keep that hot streak going against UF. I think the running game is going to be able to find some room. I mean, LSU absolutely dominated them. Um, South Carolina the dominated them. I think South yeah. Carolina ran for 330 yards on them. Yeah. It's been a bad stretch um, for that entire program. And now to have Jones out, Richardson potentially not at 100%. Um, we'll see if he can go. Mm-hmm. And then you're starting a true freshman <clears throat> who's never taken a snap at the collegiate level. A lot of stuff is playing into Florida State's favor. They've just got to have. They've got to block out the noise. Have a good week of practice. Go in there and get it done. I think this team's going to be fired up to try and finish off the regular season in the right way. Mm-hmm. And even even Missouri's running back, I think, even for one fifty one last week. Yeah, I'll say Missouri ran well. Jen's Not asking, is Florida? Yeah, Jen said, is Florida harder to beat than Boston College or Miami? 
No. Not this year, no. Not not this game. The the, the Florida of earlier this year would have been tough. Mm-hmm. Would have been a tough game. But it's a long season and here we are. And and a lot of it's what Nate was saying earlier is how bad does Florida want to play right now? We've seen teams in the past get up for their interim coaches. We saw it with Odell, you know, a couple years ago where the guys want to play for Odell. Dude, does Florida really want to play for their interim coach right now? We we have no way of knowing until until about twelve thirty on Saturday. Yeah, it's either going to be they come out fighting or they come out just just ready to get it over with, ready to ready to punch out for the season. This is ready another one, you know, conditioning. like that Miami, like the BC game. Florida State starts fast, gets builds up a big early lead. Will the Gators quit? Yeah, like you can put this away early if you feel if you really feel like if Norvell wants to, they can. And he was extremely aggressive against Boston College in that mm-hmm. first half. I mean, he wanted to keep putting points on the board because the offense was doing fantastic, and he was trusting his defense too to make plays. And man, I don't think for a UF team down like this, I just think you kind of can end it there, and they'll call it quits in the locker room at halftime. Because um, Odell Hagens, that's a different guy that's a that's a program guy that's been there i, know, I was just, I was just saying so it's long. an example where got some some teams get up for their own coach some don't it's we just got to see oh no it's definitely a good example of you know it's just two different people for sure and you know we'll see if florida wants to fight for who they've got i don't see it i mean like nate had said what eight on-field coaches mm-hmm. this saturday like it doesn't it doesn't look so pretty for Gainesville. And I don't think there's going to be many UF fans in attendance. I know I've seen a few comments on here tonight, but I'm not expecting that to be the case. You know, I think you know, it's going to be a little bit like 2013. Take, uh, That's all they got in Gainesville, man. They'll probably show it's up. It's going to be like 2013. There's there's going to be well, – that is all they've to... got, yeah. But now they're a basketball school. See how that flip-flopped? It just changed so quickly. Now they're basketball. I got all the texts from all my UF friends. Now they're basketball. but And they're always gymnastics, tennis – um, basketball team is playing well. I'll give badminton, badminton school. What do you say, Austin? I said the basketball team is playing well. I'll give them credit. Yep. The four six gonna have to play. They get a cupcake. Smart. Play within themselves. Do what they got to do. Let's get the W. That's it. Mm-hmm. Beg for a different officiating crew. My go God. out there. And punch them in the face, and I think Florida will will, will tuck tail. I don't I don't think Florida is uh, and Anthony's saying you're not talking enough tonight. <laughs> he needs a Celsius. I don't don't. But I'm gonna send Nate a Celsius tomorrow. Well, if you shut I'm gonna give up, Nate I'll, every- I'll talk. We give Nate enough talking time. That is, Anthony, we, we can't no, do anymore. We have to limit it. No, I, I just think if Florida State can, you know, limit the penalties, run the ball, and play defense, I think this is a comfortable win. Because mm-hmm. I, I, I just don't know, man. You know, I, I have no idea what to expect from Florida. Do you, that, that's the wild card in this game, if they want to play. It's going to be a good game. If they don't want to play, it's going to be a blowout. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it could be really a blowout. If Florida State were to get a win, 
this weekend. Where would you like to go bowling? Which opponent would you like? There is some potential of having a reunion with Willie Taggart. If, he, if he's able to pull it off this weekend, could you go bowling with them? Right now, I know Brett McMurphy put out his latest bowl projections, and he's got Florida State facing Tulsa and the Gasparilla Bowl in Tampa on I, I'm down with that. 23rd. I can go. It's just 30 minutes from my house. Yeah, that's that's why I want the Belk Bowl. Charlotte, uh, the stadium's 20 minutes from me in Charlotte. All about you, Austin. All of course it you. is. Of course it is. Yeah. Well, you don't even like football. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Now. <laughs> I like it. Just gives me pain and suffering. That's it. All right, let, let's do this. Come on. <laughs> Basketball's lost to Florida made me suffer, Austin. Nah. Oh, congrats. First time in eight years. <laughs> uh, before we get started here, just like Nate and Austin and Dustin really want these. Makes me suffer. This isn't rambling. This is giving love to our beautiful <laughs> friends at Celsius. The best drinks you can have. These guys will have them next week, so they're going to talk all about them. They're actually going to do the ad read next week. I'm not going to do anything. They're going to give the ad read. They're going to read off the back of this. Really don't have to read off that because you get the email with the details. That rhymed. Seven essential vitamins. I drink these every day before practice and going to the gym. They're awesome. Don't give me too much. You kind of get that sweaty feeling. I don't get that with these. Um, they're made great. No preservatives, no artificial colors or flavors in there. Always got to have that. And no high fructose or corn syrup. Nate, these are amazing. They're awesome. This one Did is you sparkling. Did they give you sweaty feet? Not this one. Said? Okay. No, they don't give you that. I can guarantee that. No sweaty feet for me. But, but say, these, that's pretty weird. Yeah. Those are the uh, sparkling. These are the sparkling strawberry guava ones. These are awesome. The code is actually on the screen right now. You can go to the link down below in our description. Click that link. You get 20% off using code 20FSUGUAVA. It's a good. We don't know that Nate's muted, so now we mute Nate. It works perfectly. But 20% off. Celsius, the best. The best brand in the game. Getting a little extra energy, get some caffeine in you, and feel good. So uh, shout out to them, always sponsoring the show with us. Excited for that. Gentlemen, let's jump into it. You're unmuted, Nate. I'm always You're unmuted. Here. Start, us, start us off. Even when I'm muted, I'm unmuted. Yeah, even um, when you are muted, you're somehow unmuted. Yeah. <laughs> How does that uh, work? Fuck, Jesus. I, I, I don't know, man. I'll be honest with you. I haven't studied Florida one iota because of, of everything that's going on this past week. Um, yeah. You know, I, I felt that it was a team that was definitely moving in the wrong direction very quickly. Um, I, you know, I, I felt confident with Dan Mullen. You know, I felt more confident about Florida over the past couple of weeks than I, than I did against Miami. And, and that – hasn't really changed. I just don't know what to expect from, from, from this Florida team. You know, you know, it, it's not a great team. Um, it, it, it's a team that has, has some ability to score, but, you know, as I think Dustin said, no defense coordinator, no online coach, no head coach. Um, who, who's going to lead this team, you know, in terms of coaching? Who's going to be the leader? Who's going to put them through, help them get through adversity? Is this team even going to want to play? And, and I, I don't know what to expect from that. I'll be honest with you. I think this is a hard game to predict because I don't know which kind of team Florida State's going to be playing. But I, I do think that when you look at the, the game itself, I think that it, it, it's another advantage where FSU 
can run the ball a lot on this team. Um, you know, as I said a few minutes ago, this is a really bad run defense. And I think that this is a game where, you know, Jordan Travis will be able to expose Florida. I think Corbin and, and Ward will have a great game. No, I, I think that Florida State wins. I'm not going to say comfortably because, you know, every time Florida State's gotten up, you know, they, they've had a fight tooth and nail. Uh, but I, I, I think this is a 31-17 Florida State win. Okay. So I'm making my prediction purely for reverse jinx purposes because it has worked throughout the season. I don't remember if I did the breakdown last week. I picked Syracuse to beat Florida State. Florida State won. I picked North Carolina to beat Florida State. Florida State won. I picked Miami to beat Florida State. Florida State won. I picked Boston College to beat Florida State. And Florida State won. So I feel like I have to sacrifice myself to keep this trend going. I mean, I've talked about – you guys have heard me talk about how comfortable I feel about Florida State going into this game. But I'm doing this because I'm a superstitious person. I really – honestly, I really believe in shit like that. If – if Florida State wins a game or if, or if, like, the Boston Celtics, my NBA team, wins a game, the same shirt I wore that game, I'm wearing the next game. Like, shit like that. So, anyway, I'm going to pick Florida 27 to 24, but I'll talk to you all in the postgame reaction about the W. Oh, yeah. We're going to be on the road doing that one. Yes, mm. sir. No game day. Credentialed. So, we'll be in uh-oh. Gainesville on Saturday. Try it. On one hand, like everything's looking up for Florida State. Like like we've talked about a few times, Florida's got eight on-field coaches, no head coach, no DC, no O-line coach. Should be able to gas them in the running game. So stupid it's a rivalry game. Thank me later. It's a rivalry game. Anything can happen. And part of me wants to pull the Dustin route and go reverse jinx because I swear I'm, I'm, I'm 0 for my last four. Don't screw it up, dude. Just. <laughs> I'm, I feel like I'm pretty sure I'm 0 for my last four. No, I had this losing NC State, so I'm 0 for my last four. You know what you yeah. got to do. Like, follow. Be a grown man, Austin, and pick the fucking Knowles. Let's go. But as a native, <laughs> as a native of Jacksonville, Florida, that is 75% Florida fans. And I get tired of hearing about them, got tired of hearing oh. about them growing up. I, I can't. I just, I can't. I can't. Florida State 28, Florida 24. Oh, man. I, I can't do it. I can't bring my soul to reverse jinx. I can't. It's your, it's, it's your fault, bro. I just – I can't Dustin, do it. Dustin is broken. He really does believe in that superstitious stuff, so he his heart just dropped. Just hopefully, hopefully hopefully, it's just you that's been – like your the reverse jinx is only for you. Hopefully that's that's what it is. That's what I'm hoping for. Mm-hmm. I, just, I cannot bring myself to pick – that school down south. Stop muting me, Logan. In Hogtown. I haven't touched the damn keyboard. I'm not Too muted. Right. Any, I, I promise you, I'm not muted. You touched it. I have not muted you. <laughs> God dang. My hands are up. I have not touched anything. That was funny. Uh, no, I, it's funny. Me and Nate are going to go with the same score that Florida is going to get. I got Florida having 17 points, but... I think it's not even close. And in the fourth quarter, I think Florida State wins this one, 35-17. Florida State fans, they take over the swamp. Um, just It's just going to be the last little final straw for Gators just to slice off the neck there, just like what you do it with lizards and just rip their rip their necks off. I don't know if I'm going to have Peter call me or whatever. I'm going to go to jail for saying that. But 
wild lizards, wild lizards just rip their heads off and just call it a day. Um, they just need to go down without any Allegedly. kind of pain. Allegedly. Allegedly. Pulled for that. Be careful. Yeah, I know. That is true. That is true. After anything that I do. Um, but yeah, Florida State, I think dominating fashion on defense. I think Adam Fuller, this is this is where he just seals it. I think he already sealed it uh last week and even the week before, but I think Adam Fuller's here to stay. But this one's gonna be just this, I mean, the last little step it, there where he puts if his they tried out the true freshman, if they tried out Del Rio Wilson. Okay. If it if they tried him out, it might get ugly. It, it might it's gonna it's gonna get ugly. You know, I think it's a complete it, it, opposite here. It's not going to be low scoring. There's a uh, chance. And, uh, I, I don't care. I don't care if Florida State wins six to three. <laughs> I was for just going to say that. I don't care if it's six for, to three. For, just win. For for them to get to eligibility it, it is a huge W for for the staff. And and to go from zero and four, finish six and six, not the record we all want as Florida State fans, but the fact that they got there. And got to bowl eligibility is a lot to be said. The the fact they're even in the position, like mm-hmm. when Florida State started zero and four, all we've said is give them a chance to be bowl eligible. That's all we really wanted, and they got there. Credit to them; they've been able to win some games that we didn't think they could win. And now you have a chance to beat Florida on the road. Both teams are playing for a chance to be bowl eligible. Mm-hmm. Which team's going to want it more? I I just want to see them go to a bowl. I don't care if they beat Florida ugly, if they blow them out, if it's a tight game. I don't give a shit. Just get to six and six and, and get to a ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the same. That's the same for FSU fans right now. Just do your do your thing, take care of business, and and Gainesville. I just think it's going to be not so close, really, whatsoever. But yeah, that's going to end off tonight's pod. Anything? Any shout out to anybody? Everybody have a great Thanksgiving. Safe travels, right? Everyone but Dustin have a great Thanksgiving. <laughs> Comment, not, not, not even Dustin, man. You know, you know uh, have an okay Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, what's your, what, guys, what's your guys' favorite food hey, on Thanksgiving? Hey. Oh, Mac yeah. and cheese, always. Oh, like, you can get that whenever. Oh my god, rolls so basic. Oh, uh, that's a good, yeah. I should have said Hawaiian rolls. Hammer yeah, you can get rolls. that at Walmart. What are we okay. doing? That's regular, not Thanksgiving food. That's not Thanksgiving Regular rolls food. with butter and you bake them in the oven. That's the shit. Hammer turkey. 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 I'm going ham. Ham. It's not Christmas. I don't yeah, care. Yeah, ham, ham is just Christmas. better than turkey. Green bean it's casserole just... is the best. Sorry. Hell Green bean no. casserole is disgusting. That is the whitest thing I've ever heard you say. Yeah. The whitest Green bean thing. casserole? All right, milk boy. Green bean casserole. All right, hey, hey, where's that milk at, Austin? Yeah, where's the milk? Big cap. We're not defending green bean casserole. Let's not skip past it. Yeah, no, where's the milk? Where's the milk? That's as simple as it is. God, remember what? Y'all forgot to remind me. I told y'all to remind me. You didn't remind me. You can. I know you got milk in the fridge. Run over there real quick. Oh yeah, I did not. So, hey, does your family make the mashed potatoes, or do they buy instant? Depends on depends on which family I'm eating Thanksgiving with. <laughs> Pretty sure my family or, makes it. Okay. My mom's side of my not have enough seasoning. D- does your family make the stuffing or they buy it? That's a Logan question. I don't know. Uh, the green bean casserole? No, the stuffing. Why am I getting I have 
Yeah, my my family. Okay, because we already established that stuff is not our hand, guys. And, and cuts the bread and makes the stuffing from scratch. I, I don't know what goes into that. I'm not Guy Fieri. I don't know what's going on here. I'm not in cooking class yet. Does, Kaiser, does your family, do you does your family buy a stovetop? Yes or no? No, that's made made from scratch. I'm talking about my green bean yeah. casserole. That's made. That's all I care about. I can't believe well, that. Do you I'll like to get stuff in, in your mouth? That's what Stop. we're asking. I know what's happening. I'm not falling for it. I know what Nate's trying to do. I'm not saying it. Wait, wait, I'm asking you. You're trying to get me with question? a joke. He's trying oh, to give he's me not. a He's asking a question. I'm this is a restaurant a guy asking a question about food. Thank do you. you know John White. John White. Yes, I know what that is. Dustin, curfew. Did you hear that, Nate? Yeah. Get curfew. your ass off there. We had, you well, need to be talking about the because we're sitting here talking about stuffing. No, what did you say, Nate? <laughs> what, what did she say? Come on, Nate, say it. Say what? <laughs> what, what? I'm, lo- I'm lost. I was asking you if your family does real stuffing or if they use it out of a box and then you know, the zero damn te- clue. The one to be tells Dustin that it's bedtime. So end us off. Get you need us to get a here. cookbook or hire a chef. I don't. Nah, I can't do that yet. We've got a long ways to go. I got to make my own ramen right now. Uh, what's, what's better, some... ramen? Ramen with a one sauce. What ramen? Yeah, ramen with a one. Man, where you been, man? Not. In a psych ward. I was never broke enough in college to eat ramen. Put steak sauce on ramen? Fuck yeah. Say <laughs> Yes, you gotta what? fry your we... turkey. You... Yeah, or... you're not wrong, Sage. Or 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 you gotta sm- or use it in a smoker. Put a lot Either of that. Those are the two. Don't and, bake and, it. And do a lot of uh Cajun butter injection and smoke mm-hmm. it. Mm. Garlic. Good. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, absolutely delicious. Well, I think that's going to do it, guys. What's the best part of the turkey, the skin or the meat? I like the skin. Definitely if it's fried. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll fight you for the skin, dude. I'll fight you. You don't want none of this. (laughs) You don't want none of this. (sighs) Okay. All right. Yeah, it's time to go. It's time to go. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's time to get off of here. We've got happy Thanksgiving, oh, happy Thanksgiving everyone, for real. For yeah, listening. two plates. You know, appreciate two you plates minimum. Us. Hey, wait, wait. I, I appreciate everyone you know helping us get to that number one you know college site. That's right. On, on, on Sports Illustrated, appreciate everyone's support. It's all because you know? of Nate. Nate, we'll see what happens uh, next next Tuesday. That's the that's the big meeting. That's what, that's it, when we know for number one for real. It, it, it is all because of me. Ever since yeah. my arrival to. Nate game day. It has been just a different direction of of, of the website. So, yeah, Discord, we appreciate that. everything De- you know, Definitely. notoriety, and everything, just, everything, the cloud that you brought, cuss right. words, yep. the cuss words, the fights with That's other right. media fight. members, uh, yep. comments we, section. We appreciate everything. it all. The homemade Pretty shirts, much just personal shirt. Yeah, you know, I needed it. You know? They needed it. But uh, yeah, everybody be I, safe. I, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure I'm the one who 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 uh, gave the idea for Austin to 
brick his ukulele. You know, it's just the motivation. <laughs> oh, some my God. No. Don't rip that from Austin. That was no, in his own mind. Don't clue. come <laughs> after him. Y'all didn't have any clue. Don't do that to him. He's going to go grab a glass of milk and drink himself to sleep. All right, it's time to go, dude. Okay, well, I was trying to. <laughs> you keep on bringing up topics. Oh, man. All right, guys, enjoy y'all's holiday. Hopefully, we gave y'all enough content to listen on your car ride. God, if you're doing that around your family members, please watch out. Um, this is explicit here. Make sure you spear. label it that. Jesus. It is. It's always labeled explicit. Um, but hope everybody has a great week. Enjoy the game this upcoming weekend. If you see us in Gainesville, come say what's up. I won't be giving you a Celsius, but I'll give you a wristband. Uh, but yeah, seriously, everybody have a fun, safe week. And we will talk to you guys during the instant reaction on Saturday afternoon. Peace, y'all. Have a Thanksgiving. Go Knowles. Travis Hunter? Buck, Florida. Okay. Travis Hunter? No comment? Oh, Travis Hunter, yeah. That's everything. <laughs> Welcome back. Mama told me not to say a word. Mama said the same five, same color t-shirt. Mama told me not to say a word. Mama said the same five, same color t-shirt. Mama told me not to say a word. Mama said the same five, same color t-shirt. Mama told me not to say a word.